The Very Good Adventuring Team podcast contains crass, foul, vile, terrible, immature, and mature content. Jeff Cockfunder, a Goliath Barbarian, and if you dishonor myself or my friends, my hammer will yearn for your face. This is Furitan Firkin Treats. I am a Dwarven Druid, and I like to find myself some nice leaves to sleep on. This is Peter McMoist. I'm a dark elf bard, and I'm the best fucking town crier in Terror Guard. Previously on the Very Good Avengering Team. The gang leveled up from four to five. They decided to visit Fight Group again for another fight for Jeff. He wins his fight against Barth and the boys win a bunch of money. We create another fight so there's more to gamble on, which we rejoin for the dramatic conclusion of. Uh, you, by the way, are down to two hit points. Gorgeous Steve is down to eight. Oh, wow. So you're one critical hit away from winning, but you're one hit away from losing. So, uh... So Gorgeous Steve's got his hands in my armpits and I scream out loud. But then I go and I try to do the whole slap on the ears on both sides of his head. Oh, oh wow. The double ear slap. Classic. Uh, I got a 12. But your timing is just off. You get a couple of slaps in, but they do not connect in the right way. Round eight. Gorgeous Steve could end it all right here. The gorgeous Steve's got his hands like in his armpits pressing in against those like real tender spots down there and he's going to reach both of them and try to do both hands underneath uh, Shatoni's jaw just kind of push up on him for a 22 22 you grab onto the jaw you get right into those fucking tender nubbins and within like 5 seconds Shit, Tony is slapping the floor, demanding release from your pressure point hold. And Ferris Thurmond comes over and breaks up the fight between you. Gorgeous Steve is declared the winner. <gasps> Hooray, huzzah, Hooray, yeah, rabble, 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 rabble. Oh yeah, and everybody, yeah, like you said, he's really not a gracious person. He just kind of goes around, unlike Steve, he just kind of ignores, uh, I mean, Jeff, I mean. He just ignores shit Tony on the on the ground there and Does he go over and like Halo style teabag him a few times and Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Nice. But this is good. I mean that means uh Melvin Oh god damn. Not Melvin, but uh Peter 
win some money. Fucking right. So Gorgeous Steve takes his victory lap. And even in defeat, Gorgeous Steve knows that somebody out there won some money off of him. And, uh, yeah, so uh, your your fight wraps up. And your buddy Paul Gilbert, he walks his way over to you, Peter. And he's like, <laughs> Peter, you are picking all the right fighters here tonight. It is like uncontrollable anal bleeding over here for my wallet. <laughs> here's your, uh, here's your money, buddy. Here's your money. You spend that. Uh, you spend that in a good place. Okay. Thanks, man. Great to see you. Great to see you. Nice. So, how much was the payout on that one? Uh, so Gorgeous Steve was the two to one against, so that means you doubled your seventy-one gold. So add another seventy-one to what you had before. Nice. So that puts me at two hundred and twelve gold. Oh, you're fucking rich, man. This is what betting is all about. I'm feeling really good. I'm excited to go tell the guys, and. Uh, Maybe celebrate a little bit. Fookin' right. Too fookin' right. Peter, how would you like to celebrate? Smoke some drugs. (laughs) (laughs) We made some drugs rules. Did I actually put those in here? Well, I'm a fucking idiot, man. What did I do with my rules for... Oh, wait, I put them in the... Because you're going to smoke some flasite, right? Because that's what, that's what you've got. Uh, yeah, that's, that's what I got. Lovin' is what you've got. And some drugs, too. How much flasite do I have? Like, how do I, how do we measure flasite in this world? I believe the last time we talked about it, you had found, like, ten. Ten flasses? Ten units. Ten rocks. We need some slang. Because it is, I mean, it is a rock. It's a literal rock, a mineral. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. I didn't, didn't know and didn't care. Ten rebels. <laughs> Ten rebels. <laughs> Where is the, uh, where's the blind cyclops that's not labeled on the town? Uh, we have not decided on a location for the blind cyclops. We certainly could pick one now. Pick a spot. Any, any unlabeled building is open for the taking. What's going on in that uh, northeast region? Across from the courtesy garble, garble, gobble. Uh, are you talking like on uh, the left side of the Heart River or the right side? The right side. The right side. I actually, I don't really have specific plans for that. Although I will say, uh, as a bit of a spoiler, that the sort of big open space that's over there was where I was going to build whatever kind of stronghold you guys decide to build at some point, or that's more or less what I was reserving the space for. But I'd say either up there or the southwest. Uh, by the Devonshire Estates. It's pretty open territory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the building. Kind of by where Sam was saying, but on the other side of the river, the northernmost alongside the river. Are we talking... That's the one. All right. So the last one tucked up by the Hart River and down by the, down by the corner of the wall. That makes sense. You want to be away from the city guard and everything else, so... That yeah, be... and it seems like it would be kind of a grimy spot right next to the wall in the river. Yeah. And just, just the blind cyclops seems like kind of a shithole. It is kind of a shithole. That should be the slogan. Blind cyclops. Kind We're of ca- a shithole. Kind of a shithole. <laughs> now I want to start a bar and have that be the, <laughs> the motto of it. The blind cyclops. 
kind of like in the industrial part of town by the warehouses. It reminds me of BJ's. Way, way back out there on Paper Street. Are those all real places? Paper Street? Uh, Paper Street is where the house in the book Fight Club is from, or oh. movie. So we, well, look at that now. We've got, our, we've got ourselves a, a location for the blind cyclops. I do like that we're slowly but surely filling in this map. At some point, I need to publish this thing again so people can see the, the progress. I had somebody suggest to me not long ago that I should take the, the wall around the city and make that look more like brick. And I don't know, man. I just don't know if I smoke enough pot to, to do that. That's a lot of very small, detailed work to do. At the moment, no. It's a good placeholder. Maybe in the, like you say, the book published. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, back to Flasite. So you guys are in the basement of the Blind Cyclops, um, having some post-fight group celebratory beverages with, with beverages and, and, and friends. And friendship, caring. Uh, Hooray, friendship. Hooray! I'm actually upstairs at this point. I was not downstairs at the time. Oh, so let's go back through Flasite for just a moment. I did find this this great picture of a real mineral that kind of looks like blue hair on a rock. I can't remember what it is now. Wait, did I write it down? I didn't write it down. So, um, it costs one action to smoke the Flasite, which includes packing the pipe, lighting it, inhaling, and exhaling it. The effect of smoking Flasite is instantaneous if this action is successful. Uh, you're going to get plus two to your charisma checks for ten minutes, and when that wears off, you gain minus two charisma uh, for the next six hours. You are unable to have an erection for the entire duration, referred to as vitamin E deficiency. And Flasite is addictive, which I created an elaborate set of rules about addiction. I can't get an erection for ten minutes or six hours? For six hours. Ooh. Technically, if you want to read that by letter of the law, six hours and ten minutes. That's a long time to not have an erection. Why do I smoke these drugs again? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to sound too weird, but I regularly go six hours without getting an erection. <laughs> it's to treat your constant boners. <laughs> <laughs> they were actually prescribed to you. I've been wearing out pairs of pants like crazy. <laughs> As jeans are worn white just from rubbing on things and bumping into things. <laughs> I just have a constant priapism. That would be a terrible torture. What's a priapism again? That, that's where you have a constant erection that you can't get rid of. Huh. Persistent and painful erection of the penis. Yeah, I don't... Uh... I want Oof. that to show up in a spelling bee word. <laughs> <laughs> Can you Could use, you it, use as... it in a sentence? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. <laughs> Language of origin? Some 13-year-old nerd. <laughs> and priapism. <laughs> P-R-I. <laughs> A-P-I-S-M. Priapism. The little yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the first thing that's going to happen uh, with you smoking some flasite, you are going to make a DC-15 constitution saving throw, and you will gain a point of addiction for each failure. So let me get that. Let me get that save. Hold on. Working on it. And yeah, didn't we have it? Because I know you suggested it, that it's very much of a, a DM knows the stats kind of what's going on and you don't tell right all right i mean you'll know if you succeed or fail so right. roll a 16 a 16 so you succeeded on that save yay uh just as a quick run through i think we talked about this one before but you know for those listeners at home that want to play with rules for addiction 
because uh, I went through and I found some stuff online that I just didn't uh, just didn't care for it. If you have one to two levels of addiction, you get a negative one penalty to all charisma checks if you have not consumed flashlight in the last 24 hours. If you get up to level three to four, you get a negative two penalty for the same thing. Five to six levels of addiction, you get a negative three penalty to all charisma and dexterity checks unless you've consumed flashlight in the last 24 hours. When you get to level seven and eight, that becomes a negative five penalty. And if you have 9 to 10, it is a negative 5 penalty to all checks unless the creature has consumed flashlight in the last 24 hours. And if you reach that level of addiction, you permanently gain the following trait, which is called susceptible to addiction. The creature has a history with addiction and is susceptible to falling into old habits. Any saving throws related to addiction will be made at disadvantage. So that is what it means to be addicted in our version of D&D. But not today. Not today. You get a plus two to your charisma checks for the next 10 minutes. And y'all's, uh, y'all's hanging out. Well, Fjorten's upstairs. And I feel like, uh, you know, you guys are done with the, the ring downstairs, the arena. So you, you'd all make your way upstairs. You're, you know, people clapping each other on the back and money's getting exchanged, bets, etc. What would you, what would you like to, what would you like to do? Well, since I won a lot of money, is Jeff around? Where am I versus Jeff? I think Jeff probably came up with you, did you? Yeah. Well, Jeff, buddy, old pal, you won me a lot of money tonight, so whatever you want to do or drink tonight is on me. I want the biggest beef roast they have. Whoa. To drink? <laughs> Blend it up. <laughs> shake it. A beef Not shake. Stare, please. <laughs> yeah. Did you, get, <laughs> did you guys ever watch Ren and Stimpy? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Way back in the day, mm-hmm. and they had the. Uh, I think Ren had like a like a foster kid or a something. I can like a little brother program, but it was Kowalski, the the inmate. He was just like they go on a picnic. They're like, you know, this will be great for Kowalski. We'll take him on a picnic. It can be outside, and uh, and Ren is like, what would you like to eat, Kowalski? And he's like, meat. <laughs> <laughs> what would you like your meat sandwich on? <laughs> Meat. <laughs> what would you like to drink, Kowalski? Meat. <laughs> and of course, they go over and they've got like one of those like sports coolers, you know, with the little tap on the bottom, and they like turn the tap, and out comes like chunky meat, <laughs> <laughs> like like that tool video with the meat going yeah. through the pipes. <laughs> Here's your meat on meat sandwich with a glass of meat, Kowalski. Oh, my Ren impression needs some work, but you get that the idea. show is being revived, I believe. What? That show was uh, bonkers. Yeah, Billy West needed some new projects, I guess. I, I mean, I enjoyed the crap out of it, but I was also young and not, like, super stable or sober at the time. So, you know, you, you do what you can to get through your teenage years, right? Ren and Stimpy was it for me. Anyway. How old were you when you were watching Ren and Stimpy? Mm, too young? Too old? I don't know. I was just like, I never watched those shows. Those are, those are like Nickelodeon shows, right? Yeah, that was Nickelodeon. Yeah, I didn't really have cable. We had a, we had an orange uh, VCR. <laughs> I had one of those too. Yep, it was orange VCR of Ren and Stimpy. Uh, oh, like it was like a, a branded Ren and Stimpy VCR? Well, the cassette was orange, not the VCR. Oh, yeah. That's weird. <laughs> that's a weird thing for your parents to commit to buying. <laughs> this is the Ren and Stimpy VCR. That one's on channel four. The regular VCR is on channel three. 
That's only compatible with like <laughs> just just Nickelodeon, just Ren and Stimpy. They've got special like Ren and Stimpy cassettes that are like an inch bigger than the regular <laughs> ones, so you have to have the Ren and Stimpy VHS player. <laughs> For anybody that doesn't remember these things or is too young, VHS was back when we had to play magnetic reel-to-reel tapes in convenient cassette boxes. What the hell does uh, VHS even stand for? Video cassette recorder? That's, That's not... V- <laughs> <laughs> That's VCR. What did you say? VHS. Oh, VHS. <laughs> 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 like, uh... <laughs> Those aren't any of the letters in that acronym. <laughs> there was a V. Video home system. I stopped, I stopped at the V and knew what I was committed, uh-huh, uh-huh. knew what I was doing. <laughs> well, of course, everyone knows Betamax was the superior system. <laughs> it's video cassette recorder, you dipshit. Look. <laughs> Duh. I mean, what does it stand for, you fucking bonehead? <laughs> oh, man. So anyway, Ren and Stimpy aside, you guys go upstairs, you, um, you go upstairs, you get yourself a... Big meat? Uh, let's just say it's a slab of meat, but they serve it with a, a nice hearty cup of au jus, which is just meat juice, right? Mm-hmm. Salty meat juice. Salty meat juice. It's been a long time since I've had any kind of salty meat juice. I kind of noticed that the meat is subpar, and who's the owner of the, the brisket? I mean, of the, uh, sorry. Who's the owner of the Blind Cyclops? Oh, shit. It's the, it's the creepy guy. Remember? Oh, oh um, he's the owner. Oh, yeah, okay. Fucking, what's his name again? Paul Gilbert. Paul Gilbert. Uh, maybe I'll try to make it... Big lips, Paul Gilbert. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A suggestion. I'm like, hey, I know some guy with some uh, pretty good brisket. Uh, if I can interest him in, would you possibly want to serve that here? Uh, he looks at you and he's like, are you saying there's a problem? With my meat? No, no. I mean, it's just you know, expanded, uh, expanded product. Because I've noticed it too. You know, I've been told it would help if I used cows or pigs, but I don't know. I just uh, so so brisket. So that's that's from a that's from cow meat, right? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Can we go back a bit? What? Can cow- I just look over at Jeff? What? What, cow, we, what is he eating? Meat? Yeah, cow, he's he... just standing next to you, going cow meat, cow meat, <laughs> cow meat. Yes, cow meat, cow meat. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. We can we can talk more about cow meat. Mm. I had no clue what I was getting myself into here. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, cool, thanks. Um, I'll talk at you later and kind of back away. And I imagine he's making the face. That he has right on the picture. Yeah, he's looking at you like cow meat. Cow meat. He's, he's he's making like unbroken eye contact as you step backwards away from him, and he's just like, and it's louder in the bar now, so you can't you can't hear him say the words anymore. But he's just mouthing cow meat, cow meat, cow meat as you walk backwards away from him. Do you think there's any harm, like putting these pictures of people on Twitter? I don't think so. I mean, this is, uh, it's, we found it on the internet. I mean, it's, I fair, guess... it's fair use, right? Fair, fair use. use. Yeah, fair use. <laughs> fair use podcast. <laughs> I really wish we had an actual topic for the fair use podcast because, man, that just, it's really one of the better names we've come up with for a spinoff. <laughs>
So yeah, you uh, you walk away and like probably every couple of minutes you look over and he's still just making unblinking eye contact with you. And every time you look over, he just like kind of whispers, cow meat. <laughs> <sighs> he's not talking to anyone else. People keep walking up to him and trying to make conversation and he just cow meat. All right, I'm ready to go. Um, I'm, having, I'm having a good time, but I'm... I'm ready to go from there. I mean, it's fine as long as you don't look at him. Yeah. Yeah. Cow meat. Like most things are. Jeff, what are you doing with your uh, with your victory celebration? You've got your big slab of meat and your cup of au jus. Your victory meat. I want a couple of shots of booze in my au jus, like a boiler maker. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you want a shot of au jus in your booze? Or booze in your au jus. Or your booze in your au jus. Booze in my au jus. You know, that wouldn't, like a... A booze you. Like a hey. beer au jus or something. That wouldn't be all bad. <laughs> Beef blood beer. <laughs> oh. Give me a triple B. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, we're we're sitting here being fancy with our peanut butter whiskey and our honey whiskey. I guess you could make a cow meat whiskey. Mm. Cow meat? Cow meat? Cow meat. Cow meat. It is one of the more interesting things about... Uh, uh consuming meat is that people are even the people that love doing it are subtly uncomfortable with it and so we use the french words for most animals when we talk about their meats beef is french pork is french because if you're like give me some of that pig meat like that makes people uncomfortable because you think about a pig when you do it but if it's pork then it's like oh that's just pork that's not that's not from a living thing that had a, a you know a face and a personality veal yep also french yeah, okay. Venison. Venison, I'm not sure about. I don't know. Uh, that sounds French. But uh, deer and baby animals. Yep. <laughs> I used to work in a German restaurant and I used to pound a lot of veal. And like in a literal sense, right? Not like I'm making a, you know, sexual aphorism or anything <laughs> like that. Like I just, I literally would start every, <laughs> I would start every shift by pounding veal. I'd have like just... Mm -hmm. I don't know, like a big, I, don't, I wish I could tell you how much it was, probably five or ten pounds of it that we would do, because we had a bunch of breaded veal on the menu, and I would just sit and pound veal for hours. I think veal is weird. Everything about it. Except for chicken. We call it chicken chicken. I think people hate chicken, though. I love or chickens. Chicken. No, no, I, a lot of people enjoy the meat. I mean, oh. like, but... Oh, like as animals, people mm -hmm. dislike them? Well, what are we having for dinner? Peg? Cow? <laughs> No sense sugarcoating it. No. And then when it fits bologna, it's like all animals. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> Lips and assholes. Blended into a fine paste. <laughs> left to congeal in a tube. And then sliced. It's animal jello. That's called, uh, yeah. Gelatin. That's what... All right. Well, a glass of booze to mix with your au jus. Your, uh, your boo jus. That's uh, that that's the thing. I feel like whiskey would go the best with beef juice. Yeah. Well, of course, there's a subtle implication that it's not beef, but we don't have to talk about that. Yeah. You look over at Paul and he says, cow meat. Yeah, you guys don't know that. Yeah, everybody else in the bar is oblivious to <laughs> this guy whispering cow meat at you over and over again. Who knows what Jeff is eating? It's delicious. Who cares? Right? I mean, meat's meat, right? Cow meat, squirrel meat, deer meat, mouse meat, long pork, whatever you, whatever, just whatever. Dong pork. 
dong park? <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever. I can't, I can't believe I didn't get any kind of a reaction out of long park. Anyway. Long park, short park, medium park, dong park. You know what long park is? Human. It's people. It's people. Why do they call it long pork? Apparently human meat tastes a little like pork. Why do they call it long? Because we're longer than pigs. Same as uh, we were talking about beef and pork earlier. You want to be reminded you're eating people? I thought maybe it was French for people. <laughs> <laughs> Le pork. <laughs> you can't just put lay in front of something and expect it to be French. Mm, people park. <laughs> <laughs> Peter, what are uh, what are you doing with your time here in the upper floor of the Blind Cyclops? Am I on the upper floor? Hey, can I just like smoke uh, flaccid out in public, like, or do I have to hide it, or like, what's this? Is it socially acceptable? Uh, uh, well, so it's it's legal or it's not illegal, I guess we could say. Um. I feel like this is like a Pulp Fiction. It's legal to have. It's legal to own. <laughs> Le Big Mac. It all ties together. Um, so here's what I, I here's what I want to know. What do you guys think it smells like? I'd imagine it smells like you're cutting a rock. Just have you ever had that that smell like if you're going by the the sidewalk or something and they're doing cement cutting or something like that? I mm. I think it smells like uh fi- like firecrackers, like gun gunpowder. Flashlight. Yeah. I'm picturing, like, burning hair. It's all three of those things. It smells like fireworks, so, like, basically getting the uh, gunpowder burning. It smells like gunpowder burning hair and rocks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yum. Good job. We just ad-libbed something. All three together. Cray. We did it. Created a unique smell. Comedy comes in threes. And no one died. No one died. <laughs> no animals were harmed in the making of that comedy. All right, so flashlight smells like gunpowder burning hair and rocks. So uh, I don't think anybody is opposed to you smoking it, but they do not want it to happen inside because it smells like gunpowder burning hair and rocks. That's that's fair. But I think you, I think like every stoner, you're like, oh man, but it smells so good though. Oh, it's so skunky. Oh man. Have you ever had that? You ever had somebody like trying to tell you that skunks smell good because that's what smoking pot, apparently really good pot smells like. Mm -hmm. And you're like, no, it smells like a dead animal that sprayed ass juice. And they're like, no, that's how you know it's good. (laughs) I don't like, I don't like it for the smell. So yeah, you, you're a, oh, but it fades quickly though. Like mom will never notice. Just burn some incense. I've never had anybody try to convince me of that. I've had so many... Well, of course, I've been to a lot of, like, fish shows and stuff like that, so... Hello, VGAT fans. How's your week? I hope it's extra super. So, last week at the end of the episode, I made a joke about 2020 being the worst year ever. Now, I can honestly tell you that this has been one of the worst years I've personally experienced, and it has very little to do with most of the stuff that's happening in the world. But perhaps more importantly, it is not actually the worst year ever. 
Historian Michael McCormick will actually tell you that the worst year was 536 CE. As McCormick puts it, a mysterious fog plunged Europe, the Middle East, and parts of Asia into darkness day and night for 18 months. For the sun gave forth its light without brightness, like the moon, for the whole year, wrote Byzantine historian Procopius. Temperatures in the summer fell in uh, one and a half to two and a half degrees, initiating the coldest decade in the past 2,300 years. Snow fell that summer in China, crops failed, people starved. The Irish Chronicles record a failure of bread from the years 536 to 539. Then, in 541, bubonic plague struck the Roman port of Pelusium in Egypt. What came to be known as the Plague of Justinian spread rapidly, wiping out one-third to one-half of the population of the Eastern Roman Empire and hastening its collapse, McCormick says. So, 2020, pretty crappy year. Half the people you know aren't starving to death right now. So, honestly, crappy, but not that crappy. I would also like to point out an interesting tidbit for my American friends, specifically the United States friends. We are constantly pummeled by news and political ads calling this extremely dark times and to expect more to come. The truth is that crime statistics are at the lowest they've been in decades. And the things they're trying to scare you the most with, which is violent crime, home invasions, and murder, uh, those numbers are at the lowest they've been in the history of the nation. So please, take some time to appreciate that we actually live in a statistically provable, very, very safe time, where you are pretty unlikely to have crappy crime happen to you. We aren't without problems for sure, and we do need to work on a lot of things. But crime rates are low, and the sun still shines, my friends. We are going to be okay. And with that super happy news, let's get back into the action. So if it doesn't smell great, then I feel like I'm not on the upper level. Maybe I'm out in the, in the alleyway or something like that. And maybe there's a few people out there. I don't know. I feel like on the northeast corner in the back of the blind cyclops, um, there's a pile of garbage that never gets picked up. And they just keep piling it on top so that it rolls down into the river and then goes away. And that's where you have to smoke smoke your drugs. Oh, man. They, they pollute the river with garbage. I mean... A, it's just like way back there. They're they're not paying for the trash service apparently. Oh, that makes me sad. It's kind of a shithole. Yeah. It's the blind cyclops. What would you expect? I just expect more. It's a place that allows an underground boxing league to run in their basement. Maybe that's why the, uh, you know, we never found out like what's going on with those frogs. Maybe maybe that guy, who's controlling the frogs or whatever, is pissed off at the river pollution. Maybe. I don't know. And it's all coming from one place? Yep. <laughs> They're just, just trying to figure it out? Yep. They're just, he's trying to figure out where's all the fucking garbage coming from. Plugging up our frog hole. And he keeps picking up frogs. Peeking up? Keeps picking up frogs to, like, ask him, like, do you know where the garbage is coming from? <laughs> you don't know? Okay. Do you know where the garbage is coming from? I'm just going to step out of character for a moment and say I'm super impressed that you remember a thing that you did. It, actually, it wasn't even... <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even uh, me, was it? It was uh, well, like a thing that happened. An I mean, adventure uh, that we went on. 
Yeah, no, it's it's I, like it's fucking awesome. I've, I probably shouldn't have put it in such a we're, dippy way. We're like, using <laughs> our resources. We remember people, and we know what we've done. Like fucking so. three years in, like we're starting to really play D anD D. This is fucking great. Here we go. <laughs> the bar's really high for us. I see. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you remembered a thing that you did? <laughs> you pieces of shit. I told you I had one of my buddies that was listening to the podcast, and he was like, you know, like you guys are super funny. And I really enjoy the show and like your production is good. I just couldn't take them fucking with you over and over again, though. I, I, that's interesting. I wonder if more people feel that way. And for, I don't know, for me, it's kind of like a, it's kind of, it's like an adversarial thing. And maybe it shouldn't mm. be. It's part of the bit at this point. Okay. Well, apparently not, not, it's not everybody's cup of tea. Well, I mean, I guess for me, it's more surreal as in we're playing a game with friends and we're enjoying a time, and hey, that was a great moment. And so let's, what's the next moment? I'm not thinking of like past archives of, holy shit, people are listening to this and paying attention to what mm -hmm. we do. And so it's very, it's kind of surreal. We're on the breaking of, we break fourth walls all the time. Yeah. Yeah. We so. do. Yeah. We can't even really use our characters' names consistently. <laughs> so, <laughs> yep. But we can call that breaking the fourth wall, I guess. Uh, anyway. It's so meta. We're so meta. It's because we do it because we're smart, not the other way. So I'm not. I, I guess I don't. Maybe the the garbage smell like kind of hides the flashlight smell mm -hmm. or something out there. I mean, you don't have to be right by the pile. You just you kind of got to go over <laughs> outside of the building. Um, is there anybody else out there? Um. Yes. Uh, there are. I rolled a fucking twenty on that, so there are twenty people. There no, there's not twenty, but there's gonna be. Um, let's say there's let's say there's three other people out there, um, and there are three other people that are also smoking some flas, and you come out and you've got your pipe and you you can smell the distinct flas uh, smell of gunpowder, burning rocks and hair as you come around the corner. So is this? Uh, so I found this flas uh, on the side of the road, basically. Mm -hmm. Is that? I mean, did I know what this was? I thought it was kind of like unique to the area that we're in, but apparently like it must be pretty common. I knew about it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not an uncommon thing. It's a mineral. It can be it's only found in some areas, uh some desert areas, but you know, it gets exported. Is it valuable? Like I mean, is it a valuable drug? Reasonably so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, it doesn't have it wouldn't have um Drugs wouldn't have the same, like, uh, you know, inflation because it's risky and illegal uh, as drugs in, like, you know, the real world would have. Um, but, you know, it's still a thing somebody would have to go out and, like, search for and export and import and all the rest of it. So, yeah, yeah, there'd be, there'd be, a, there'd be a cost. Peter, what are you doing up at the bar? You're, well, you're obviously buying meat shots and whatnot. Meat shot. <laughs> you get like a like a rib and a shot glass or a something. Sh a shooter of meat. It's a it's a jello shot. It's a gelatin shot. Uh, I am feeling pretty good. Um, and I've you know f smoked some flashlight, so I'm feeling very charismatic for ten minutes. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. uh, so I'm like back in the bar. I'm like, next round's on me. Huzzah! I, I'm gonna make you roll charisma just because you get a bonus, so we gotta use that before it expires. Fuck right. right. <laughs> I'm sorry, did you just use fuck right? Fuck, fuck, <laughs> yeah. fuck right. That's my charisma kicking in. 
<laughs> Everybody in the bar is like, fuck right. Fuck, fuck right. right, yeah. I've been fucking wrong this whole time. Uh, how, what's my charisma bonus? Uh, well, you've got your charisma bonus, and then you get a plus two to that. Uh, so that would be a ten. You go, you walk in the bar, and you're like, fuck right. And everybody's <laughs> like, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> but you're buying. Hey. So they're like, you make a bunch of new friends. Everybody's happy to see you. Well, cool. right, that's what I did. You're memorable, but just not... Not quite in the way that you wanted to be. But, you know, no such thing as bad publicity, right? If we've ever lived in a time that proved that true. We haven't really created a name for our team yet, have we? The Very Good Adventuring Team, you mean? Did you need another name? Yeah, we, we, uh, we've done that, that bit. We did we that bit. Name. We did it? Yeah. I remember. <clears throat> Clearly. So I'm like... Is it a squirrel or... Yeah. Like, I feel like there's fucking squirrels around. Yeah, there's like two or three of them just keep, like, attacking like, them and going after each other. So. Like, I keep seeing them, like, out of the corner of my eye or something. It's all fucking nature and shit up in this house. Jesus Christ. I hate nature. But I love nature. I'm like, free drinks from the Very Good Adventuring Team. Woo! And woo, woo, like, woo! Who's that? Fuck right! <laughs> woo! Drink bros! Drinking bros! Who could buy you this drink? You know, fuck right over there. Fuck right... Uh, so you guys are you guys are hanging out in the bar. You're making friends. You're you're yelling fuck right at each other. You know, and it's just it's one of those things, man. Everybody's kind of drinking and talking, and the more the more you drink, the more those phrases just kind of roll off the tongue, like fuck right. And I'm making fuck right happen. <laughs> you're making it. It's a thing. You're making it happen. And everybody's like, yeah, we should make this a thing. Let's start doing this all the time. I gotta say, I don't, I don't miss that about being like younger and going to bars a lot where everybody is like every night you make the most important discovery in the universe and that's the thing you're going to do from now on. And then you forget everything and all those people and everything about it. <laughs> Until you're like 10 years later, you're like, man, that was a bad, stupid decision. Well, thankfully we never executed any of those decisions. Oh, it was good. always just like in the bar and you've got your arm around somebody that you've never met before, but they are your closest friend. Yeah. Anyway, so that's that's the feeling of the bar you guys are in tonight. I think everybody's mm -hmm. getting a little deep in their cups. They've uh, they've taken a lot of flasite. You know, those people that were outside come back in and they're like, everybody's just having a good time. Everybody's super charismatic and like, you know, shit's just shit's just rolling out real good. Um, and then my flasite wears off and I pee my pants. <laughs> I mean, your choice, man. <laughs> you can tell who's doing flasite by their wet pants. Uh huh. Like up. Oh, Okay. Right there. <laughs> what well, do I get a negative 10 to charisma? Just a negative two for now. All right. So I, I don't I like, mean, unless you go smoke some more, but I, uh, it's not a stacking bonus. I don't completely wet my pants, but I, I kind of I pee my pants a little bit. Like you could, you could probably pass it off as like somebody spilled a drink, you know, maybe, but it's right there. My, uh, my, because I can't, I have a vitamin E deficiency. My wang gets so relaxed, I just, like, pee myself a little bit. That's, yeah, what are you, you just lose control of everything in the pelvic region? <laughs> just a mixture of piss and jizz is leaking out of you. <laughs> oh, <girl. laughs> oh, you don't say much, Ooh. but when you do. <laughs> I swing for the fences. <laughs> it's great. Well, it's canon now. That's <laughs> ah, canon. <laughs> Everything's uh, haywire. <laughs> Kitty wampus. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna have each of you guys roll me a, a d20, just out of curiosity. Here, we're gonna. And I'd like to announce, after almost three years of doing this podcast, I finally bought my own dice. Yeah, you did. They're damn handsome too. Yeah. What did you get? Um, 
the kind of what I've been told purple. Let me see. And uh, and that was. You, I thought you were gonna do like you see with your eyes, not with your hands. Well, these are very yeah, very pleasing to look at. I believe those are some Chessex dice, the top brand in all dice making dice. Very uh, mm. very budget friendly, affordable, and it really helps out your local um, game store if you go down and if they have those, it helps. I really want you to drop that when you're handing it back to him and have it roll into a crack and disappear <laughs> forever. <laughs> Buy local. Very nice. Or small business online if you choose to. Did you did you buy those local? I did. Yep. From where? Up in Wyconia. There was a small business up there. Wyconia. Wyconia. Wyconia is where I bought them. Oh my God. And the shop. The shopkeep. He was super nice. The shopkeep. Yeah. <laughs> The shopkeeper. I went to the dry goods store. <laughs> uh, yeah. The, not for the general store. <laughs> what was the name of the store? Um, I'll have to look it up. Right on. I say, I said to your associate, mm-hmm. I said, that cheap bastard ain't gonna buy shit. <laughs> she said, yep. <laughs> How much is a bag of dice? I'm not sure bag, but these were $8.99. $8.99? Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, I hope you... every penny. It really was, because I just rolled... I was going to say, what did you roll? A 17. That's getting your money's worth. Mm-hmm. What the rest of you, uh, you Wyconia's roll? 13. 7. Well, then uh, Fjorten wins the dignity uh, <gasps> of being the person that overhears some local gossip. You're not drinking meat meat shots and you're not smoking flashlights so you're uh you're kind of like paying attention to the room you're a little more clear we'll say a little more sober than the people around you you're probably a little on the paranoid side too because there's somebody that just keeps whispering cow meat at you from across the room mm-hmm. and you overhear uh somebody say i heard they killed Doty," and you recognize Doty. For those unfamiliar with the homebrewed mythology that we almost never mentioned for the VGAT campaign, uh, you recognize Doty as uh, the name of one of the gods. Very nice. Um, do I notice who's saying it? You do notice who's saying it. It's a uh, just a regular looking schmo. But I know who it is. Uh, it's not a person you know, but you see who it is. Okay, okay, sorry, sorry. Um, at this point, my, my head just kind of pops up because that was a traumatic experience in my life, mm-hmm. and I uh, remember that name. How many people are you speaking to? Uh, speaking to two other people. Two other people? Just, just you know, this guy maybe looks like he's from out of town, the other two look like locals. He's spreading gossip. Okay. And yes, you were there that one time when that other god was killed. Mm-hmm. And so, I think I might actually go up everybody's friends here, mm-hmm. uh, maybe learn a little bit more information about... Who killed Dodie? Well, you creep your way over there, and you're kind of like leaning in on the table, and uh, and they keep talking, and you hear him say, There were these two warriors, dressed head to toe in golden armor. One carried a massive war hammer, and they was the one who struck the god down. There was another, also in gold, and this one carried two long curved knives. They cornered Dodie, threw something at her that tied her up, and they killed her. And the earth was scorched all around. Way up north somewhere, near the, near the Cask Mountains. More than a thousand miles from here. That's four now. Four of our gods are dead. So I might go up and be more of curious rather than uh, excited about this new news. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry I, I didn't hear you uh, over here. here. Um, do you say Dodie is dead? They got Dodie. 
Oh my God, who, where'd you hear this from? Well, I heard it from a sister cousin. Sister cousin. Oh, I know how that goes. Okay, yeah. Trying to blend in a bit. Yeah, sister cousins. Um, I have uh, no idea why I went down this path, by the way, but here we are. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to stop with that right there. So, wow, that's so... Okay, um, where'd she hear it from? Well, I think she heard it from Uncle Daddy. I'm not. I'm not going to keep going down this road. It's just you know. It's let's it's, let's actually let's let's see how far this goes. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Daddy. Let's see how yeah. wide this family tree is. They heard them from her brother, Grandpa, <laughs> and sister, Mama, <laughs> and it all started. It all started with Sister Daddy. And then I, I, I <laughs> step away from the family tree there, the the, the family stick as it goes, mm-hmm. and ask... Uh, the family weave. The family weave. And uh, do you guys know who these guys in armor were? Well, nobody knows. They was covered head to toe in this year armor. and Well, nobody got a clear look at them. Other than the armor, which was pretty sweet. I guess I was at, how long ago was this? Well, it couldn't have been more than two, three weeks now. Two, three weeks. Oh, man. Yeah, I've, I heard a lot of rumors, so me and my, my friends just kind of categorized this stuff, you know, for the local archives here. And um, how, how far away this place did you say it was? I mean, we're just, you know, getting information on this. I mean, this is the facts. Well, it's uh, Cask Mountains, which, uh, like I said, more than, more than a thousand miles. Uh, so you guys, by the way, the continent that you're on is probably 2,000-ish miles across. And you would know that uh, you're all the way on the west coast of that. And so if you went inland about a thousand miles in the north uh i don't know a couple hundred more you would get to the what are known as the cask mountains okay and so um i don't feel i'm getting much more information from these guys that's all they know two guys in armor cask mountain and then i i would offer to buy these guys a drink i'm like man that's some great information you gave some great leads thank you and then offer to buy them a drink well it's mighty generous of you to buy just a plain old npc a a, a drink thank you (laughs) Well, I don't know where I'm going to see you again. And NPC, it just rolls off the tongue. I mm-hmm. appreciate your help. Yeah, that's this person's name, NPC. <laughs> NPC. <laughs> My name's NPC. How do you do? <laughs> I'd like to think of myself as somewhat of a vehicle for information. Just passing by to drop a little nugget in your lap. Never to be seen again. <laughs> like a squirrel or a small bunny rabbit just pooping in your lap and hopping on. <laughs> How many squirrels have pooped in their lap? I did get to see a rat poop in somebody's lap the other day. Oh no! Good. So I'm um at this point, I tap my buddies on the shoulder. I'm like, guys, guys, this is important. Get, get over here. What's up? And I tell him what I just told him. Look, the, do you guys remember back? Back in our youngin' days? Oh no, I'm now on this southern accent. Like the youngin' days. <laughs> <and> the, <laughs> Remember that town we done skedaddled out of? <laughs> exactly. Because it got burnt? Remember that that god we saw killed? Yeah. There was another one. I heard Dodie, the god, she she got killed. Dodie's a she? Oh, I never knew. Yeah, we know now. It's crazy. Do gods have genders? These ones did. Dead. And the surviving ones, there are eight surviving gods and goddesses that are gendered. When we remembered it, there was only one, correct? That we remember one guy. In- well, gold. so you guys are definitely aware of the god that got killed right in front of you, which was Bumu. Uh, you guys also know that um, two other 
deities we'll just summarize and say uh, have been killed. And that would be E2 and Exute. But we did not know there was two people in gold. That is the first time you have heard there being two people because there's only one when you guys experienced it yourselves. Bumu getting killed. And then I would just tell him, yeah, I just heard Dodi died and there's two people in gold. I remember one, but this is big. That's, where, did, where did this happen? Yeah. How, clo- how close was this? Because I don't want to be near any of this shit if it's going to be happening again anywhere close to here. Well, yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was pretty far away. Small village. Um, trying to think a thousand miles from here. And so, I mean, it's pretty far away, but what's going on? I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but I'm just glad we're pretty far away from it. Yeah, I don't feel like uh, if they can kill gods, what chance would we have? Oh, all right. Well, um, I mean, I love adventuring, but uh, I don't love dying. Is this like? Is this... I mean, have you tried it? Hmm. Is this stuff like in the newspaper? Uh, it'd be in the cryings. In the cryings. What with not having newspapers and only town criers. The Town Crier Union's pretty popular, and they've smashed all the printing presses. So, like, I mean, I don't get to make up my own news, right? I gotta read off the, the hot sheets. You, you get official news to pass on. And it is the sacred and noble duty of the Town Criers to only pass along truthful, accurate journalism. Gotcha. If anybody were to say Town Cry for specifically entertainment and be part of an entertainment network, it would be very frowned upon and cast out of the criers. It would just, no one would have any respect for that because it would be purely for entertainment and not news. Gotcha. Like, definitely no propaganda of any kind. No, definitely not any propaganda, not from any individual or political organization. It's just not a thing that would ever, not in any respectful society would happen. Town crying is about news, not opinion. Mm -hmm. Sounds nice. Well, man, I wonder if this is going to be in in the crier tomorrow. This is uh, this is crazy news. Where where does it end? Where does it end? There's already been four killed. I'd say I don't know, but I I'm going home. I, I four of us. Maybe we can take their place. Four of us. I'm a Goliath. I can't count very well. Oh my god, that would be amazing. Like, you're at the bar and you're just, like, covered in meat juice and booze and you're like, guys, there's four of us. <laughs> <laughs> Your friends are just looking around behind you. Uh, I mean, that's crazy news. I'm glad it's far away, but there's nothing we can do about it. So, I don't know. I'm just going to keep living my life. I don't know. I, I feel like at that point, I would, I'm not sure if I'd be, I'd be upset about the news and just remember how maybe traumatized from the inside. I don't know. I'm like, okay, what, whatever, man. I'm, I gotta get home. I'm going home now. Okay, later. And then just, I mean, how leave long, at that point. How long ago has it been since we saw Bumo get killed? Uh, it's been several years. I don't recall exactly what we said at this point. I think it's three. I don't think I'm affected in the same way that Fjordan is. I'm just like kind of numb to it at this point. Mm. It's almost a common occurrence now. Four gods seems to be something that's just happening every once in a while. Doesn't really seem to affect us or our daily lives if these gods keep dying off for no reason. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely nothing that's happening that you guys have experienced or been a part of that seems to be influenced or connected or related to this at all. Man, I should help 
big cats don't eat some part of my append my appendage. I don't know. But, mm-hmm. hmm. There may be some leopards out there, some face eating leopards. Hmm. Who knows? I'm. I can guarantee there's not. Not as long as town cryerism is held sacred. That's right. Well, all right. So Fjorten takes off and heads home. Jeff, you're full of meat and full of victory. Anything else you would like to do uh, before the evening ends? No, I think we're good. Right on. Peter? Uh, how much did buying a round of drinks for the bar cost me? Uh, I'm going to say that all together... Well, let's have, you roll a, let's have you roll a D12. How about that? And that'll be how many gold this evening cost you. Four. Cost you four gold. This place is kind of a shithole, so... <laughs> they watered down their drinks? Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. I came out, came out ahead tonight. I am uh, up to 208 gold in my pockets. Hot damn. Damn. I'm at 169. <laughs> you said the sex number. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. So y'all done, gone to bed. You had a very lovely and successful evening hanging out with your friends at the bar. New friends, brand new friends, best friends. Such a good time. Unforgettable night. You heard a little bit of gossip. Gossip you hadn't heard before. Gossip about Doty, the fourth god now that you are aware of that has been slain. Who could be killing gods? How many are there total? There's eight left now. There were 12. We got time. I mean, what happens if they all die? I mean, nobody knows what's going to happen if one of them dies, so... So we know that four gods have been killed? Four gods have been killed. And we know which ones. What are they the gods of? Do we know that? Um, I'm just going to be honest and say it doesn't really matter. Okay. Fair enough. So it's, uh, so far we know of two individuals. Two gold-plated individuals. Mm Mm-hmm. It may be like I'm laying some small breadcrumbs and seeds for much larger campaign-related plots. Ooh, plots. Plots are afoot. Plans. But so far, two out of three members just don't care. (laughs) Yeah. Nope. Doesn't impact me. (laughs) We are not invincible. (laughs) (laughs) At some point, when you get to be invincible, then you can step in on this sort of thing. Mm -hmm. No meddling until then. Yes. Nice. Those are the affairs of the gods. <laughs> are you kidding me? We're still in the local stage. Yeah. There's not a lot of gods left in the grand scheme. So do we know of all the gods, by the way? I mean, the dim- I mean, at this point, demigods, whatever. Oh, no. These are like, these are the gods. Oh, yeah. um, there isn't like a real hierarchy or chain of other gods. They're really just, as far as you guys have ever known, just been uh, the 12. So we know of all the 12, though. It's like yeah. history teachings and... It's very commonly known who the 12 are. Okay. Is there a church? Do each god have, does each god have a, ch- a church? Uh, it wouldn't be churches in the sense that we know it. It would be more like um, more like shrines. Uh, I mean, there are people that worship them directly, but it's, it's not as like large established clergy as, as maybe we'd be familiar with. Did we ever get that stupid stone thing open? Not yet. I mean... He- Working on it, but... Gotcha. Okay. Hey, look, I remembered something. Um, I've really been busting your balls the last couple of campaign days here. It's just... Uh, no, I mean, it's good. I mean, if you're fucking DM trying to create all this lore and shit, like, you want people to remember it, so... I get it. We have we have fans. We have tens of fans who are hanging on my every word. What, uh... What now? What do we do? Well, I don't know if there's anything that you guys wanted to do... Because you guys have free agency and can do whatever you want as 
world characters in this sort of sandboxy thing. But what I can tell you is that there are two, count them, two things on the job board right now. One of them's crying trees. The first thing. Oh. Oh. Because it's the older quest, so I'll mention that one first. The first one is called Frogtastic, in which you will hunt frogs for the wilder people. There has been a request for some uh, frog parts. They need some giant toad sacks. Mm-hmm. They love toad sacks. Well, whoever's paying wilder people for toad sacks. And then there is the quest called Crying Trees, in which you would investigate the woods for fauna firkin trees again. There's, she's got more investigation for you to do. So those are the two things available that are on the job board, but of course, y'all's got... I mean, if you guys want to just tear ass after this whole cod-killing rumor, you could. You want to spend the rest of your time looking after frogs, you could. Although... I'm going to go pick up my light crossbow that I ordered. Mm. Mm -hmm. At this point, did I mean, did the night conclude? Everything's done from that night? Following morning. Yep. Following morning. So we're all rested and everything else? Yep. Take back them hit points. Some, Some hangovers and whatever and... Crossbow. <laughs> so, while you don't... Crossbow. <laughs> did I wake up the following morning with my crossbow? Yeah, I did. Is it there? You can do your crossbow. Um, did I get Did I get it? Yeah, yeah. You got, you got, you got a crossbow. Okay. Did we say how much that was going to cost? It's in the book. Sorry. Why don't you talk while I look up how much a light crossbow is, because that's the most important thing we're doing right now. So I was going to say, while you do uh, your crossbow business... Peter's I'm... crossbow shoots cats. <laughs> Campaign 2, Episode 38, Hooray Friendship, was released on September 6, 2020. We just seem to keep on going with all of this. Vegan. 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 The Very Good Adventuring Team. Let's see. Man, that Jodie Foster is a classy girl. wonder what Mm -hmm. I could do to impress her. Well, seeing how she's a lesbian, I think she is. It'd be hard. It'll be a bit harder, but... She's a lesbian? I believe so. Good for her. I don't even know. All I remember Mm -hmm. is... Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's married to Alexandria Hedison in 2014. Just scissoring away. (laughs) 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 You ever think they get, like, two swings and then just, like, swing? That sounds like it hurts. <laughs> Just smash Just them smash together. It. <laughs> like instead of a particle accelerator, <laughs> a vagina accelerator, vagina collider. Hanging onto a bar, a vagina collider. <laughs> Just crushing. We've discovered the Foster Hedison particle. <laughs> 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 Just crushing clitters atoms. <laughs> that was fucking good.
good, man. <laughs> Get two lesbians going the speed of light. <laughs> we have discovered the secrets of the universe. Oh my god. It's a new element. <sighs> oh man. Found in a black hole. <laughs> Wow, that was that was really something. Oh. Eureka! 